It's a big decision. Uh, it's a huge decision. An awakening isn't anything that's going to make you richer or younger or healthier or even happier. Uh, it's not going to do any of those. And then they're going to say, well, then why the, should I do it? And probably that answer would be sovereignty, um, freedom, sovereignty, uh, the state of total uh, acceptance of self and going beyond all the illusions of separation. Well, shit, I wish I, he, uh, he would have said that a little bit sooner. <laughs> so it's not going to make you richer or happier. Then why the F should we do it? You, it's you not, it's didn't not, get the memo, did you? No, no it, it's, it's, it's not really a good campaign or like good, good advertising, isn't it? Well, welcome, Jonathan. <laughs> welcome to Your Rude Awakening. <laughs> shit, I must have missed that one during <laughs> editing. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, uh, to this new episode of the Rude Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Roggermann, with my beautiful co-host, Jonathan Cray. Hi. And um, today we thought it would be fun to unpack that quote from Jeff Hoppe. Awakening is not going to make you more attractive. I'd like to counter that. I don't think it's true. <laughs> Look at me. It only took you seven years. <laughs> and how many lifetimes? To, to hell and back. <laughs> it's like, yay. can recommend it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's an interesting entry point. Like, do you think we have a choice? Because when Jeff says it, <clears throat> it sounds like we do. He says it's a big decision. What is a big decision? Well, I can only speak for myself again, but I feel the choice is to get out of your own way rather than the choice of going through your awakening because i don't think you have a choice i think you just you're you're destined in a certain lifetime to switch from being unaware to be aware and you know um, able to unpack it and, and able to look at the different modalities or the different identities that you've put on over over lifetimes really um so i don't think you have a choice on that front it's like when you're ready like we always say when the bucket overflows the bucket of all the experiences of all lifetimes, then you there's going to be at some point an awakening. And, and, and I think you can shove it away for a while, but, uh, you know, we all know it's, it's, it's kind of, you can't really turn it around. So once you, once you find yourself in this um, quest, <laughs> yes. in this quest for more, you kind of, when you notice it, you're already way into it. Yeah. And, and usually the first reaction is fight it tooth and nail or trying to reroute it because you have some sort of idea what spirituality is or what enlightenment is or realization is. So you try to, you know, like Jeff says in, in the other quote, you will get distracted. Uh, so you will do everything in your power, not just go, oh, I'm having a huge awakening and everything, everything is going to blow up in, in, in a nice way. And or not in a nice way, but in, in a way that completely resets yourself to your own ground zero, your own like like the the, the, the the consciousness or the knowingness that you are much more than just this human incarnation. And uh, then you fight it. 
I think most people, I, mean, I fought it, you fought it. I think most, most people fight it. So I think the only carrot on the stick that we kind of have or that I used to have is the spiritual idea what will happen if I go on the spiritual journey and if I reach a certain spiritual stage, whether that's enlightenment or not. Um, and that that gets broken apart too in the end. So in, in the end, there's no <laughs> promise, like Jeff is rightly saying, of eternal youth or, or, or power or, or health or happiness even. So I'm trying to think about the different um, paths that... Because it's a very individual process, awakening, right? Some people come to their awakening because of a trauma, because of something that happened. Maybe somebody died or uh, an accident or an illness or whatever. Or it's just an epiphany uh, when all of a sudden your life doesn't work anymore the way that it used to. And I think it's important to make that di differentiation, even though in the end it might not make a difference when you find yourself in it. But uh, I think you and I both had that internal um, rumbling that made us allow this journey or open up to this journey. And then that was a choice to do that in a spiritual way, whereas yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to be. So awakening, I think that now is such a broad term. Back in my days, 20 years ago, awakening had a very spiritual connotation. Nowadays, it's different. Nowadays, it's almost like this... Um, it's all. It's almost like a an event in your life. Well, I've had my awakening. People don't necessarily, you know, compare it with anything spiritual. Yeah. So, and I think I think that's a good thing. Oh, definitely. Because I think in the past, that I mean, there there there's more roots, but in the past, the two main avenues to this journey was either extreme trauma, like an accident or death or something really extreme that jolts you, sort of. Okay, I'm going to rethink my life. Or spirituality, or both sometimes. So, and, and now it's just, I mean, I, I see around me, like, it, it doesn't have to be trauma or spirituality. It just can be like, okay, this, I don't like to to be in the world in a certain way. And I think I can do it differently. And that, that usually is the catalyst for a lot of, especially the young generation's their journey, I think. Yeah, and, and so the young generation, as we've talked about in the past um, episodes, often maybe are confronted with mental health issues and um, that might be their trauma or their motivation to say, um, I want to change into something that, you know, makes the suffering go away, which I think is ultimately always the reason why any spiritual journey is approached or any, any, any journey that leads to a certain personal growth or expansion uh, raising in consciousness it comes from i don't want to suffer anymore where all of the religions were even created in the first place right because people didn't want to suffer anymore in their limitations so it's interesting you know um i think we've then at some point uh, put those attributes to it where we said okay so that must mean when suffering is gone then i'm going to be healthy i'm going to be really um vital and and just be this amazing version of myself radiant floaty yeah. yeah so that's the that's the mental um interpretation of something that we can't even fathom yeah and and i i, I still find it i mean we had a long talk about it yesterday and, and i still find it fascinating how much of an idea i had about it about 
my spiritual end goal or which which now is not even an end goal it's just it's just a continuation of experience that? do you want to do you want to share how how that was for you <laughs> it's kind of in hindsight it's kind of hilarious because i i was called it the spiritual nazi uh and you aren't even german exactly <laughs> i think like, we're, we're close neighbors but it was it's, it's kind of a feat in itself uh no i i had my spiritual awakening very very early on like 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 almost like eight or nine or ten and then i think i think i had i had a real breakthrough when i was like 17 um and then i started really searching but my idea of searching and, and uh, you know i used to be very pragmatic and, and mental consisted of okay this is not working in this world so now i i want to i want to i want to find a way to be happy uh, because I'm suffering, and this this is not how I, I think I'm going to sustain my life. But it was through, you know, almost this this idea of this spiritual guru on the mountain, uh, and I thought if I climb the mountain hard enough and work hard enough and and really put my time in and become humble and you know all these ideas, then I reach the top of the mountain and then you know fire shoots out my ass and I'm 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 enlightened and everything will be fine <laughs> and so that didn't happen to you no no <laughs> I'm, I'm still a bit disappointed disappointed <laughs> in that one no and, and actually what happens is the reverse but it it, it becomes uh all of those systems and identities and everything you you piled onto yourself uh including especially all the spiritual stuff um gets taken away and then and, and, and it's a constant uh, battle between having an idea panicking about it letting it go secretly having another idea about it then you know that escalates then you panic then you let it go and at a certain point all of these things are gone and and i think ultimately in my case i, I was just so tired so I almost symbolically, I didn't want it. I was almost at the top, but I kept telling myself that for like the last 10 years, and we're almost at the top, one more thing. And at a certain point, you know, living under the top for like 10 years, I, I sort of decided to turn around and slide down the mountain, like fuck the top. But that also means you have to let go of that last safety um, that you've put in, and, and especially in the spiritual circles when you are in that in those communities where... You know, now you finally were able to, you know, find a different mode of, of, of being in this life. And you have people around you that do the same. And you maybe have like a teaching that, that really gives you purpose and meaning. And it's very intentional versus the, the, the headless chicken mode beforehand when you were just the limited human in the, in the rat race, in the nine to five rat race. And I think... You know, then you find yourself in this lovely warm nest with this idea of love and light, namaste, you know, that, that rainbow shooting out of your ass kind of, kind of idea that, you know, I think, I don't even know, like, if, is that still something these days when people go into their spiritual journey? Like, I feel that was something back in the days when we started our journey that, that, love and light thing the whole hippie movement the whole oh this is all just you know a great trip that we're on together right and we never come we never come off it no and then to choose okay also that feels limited at some point 
and that feels like I'm constantly thriving for the next, for the next, for the next. And then to say, okay, fuck that shit. Like, I'm just done with it. And then you slide down the mountain, but that means you leave all of that behind too. It, it's very scary because I think I think ultimately, and we talked about it in the previous, previous episode of, of uh, conspiracies, ultimately, if you boil it down, uh, before your awakening, you placed a lot of you know, life and power and, and things outside of yourself. It's me versus the world and it's kind of happening to me. After awakening, you usually realize, oh, I, I have a part to play in this, but you do kind of do the same with spirituality. Whether you choose religion, spirituality, sports, or any, any technology, any endeavor, you still place it, now it's placed on the, on the spiritual community until you reach the ceiling of basically every modality and then it's 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 on you onto you and i think you know i realized this very very or like in my 20s hey i'm creating my own reality but knowing it and really living it is such a different ball game so i had to spend the next 25 years almost 20 years to know that i was creating it but kind of not, you know kind of getting confused that I was still creating it through spirituality, through other people. I still needed other people or other systems. And ultimately, when I decided to slide down the mountain, it was also a kind of do or die moment because I didn't know what was being the bottom because I was, my, my human was thinking where I came from, the bottom of the mountain, is this, you know, cesspool of mud and skeletons. So my memory is like if I slide across, the, you know, down the mountain, it's death. It's the old... It's the old pool that I crawled out of, but of course, because I did so many so much work, sliding down a mountain. Actually, the, the paradise that I thought was on the top is actually on the bottom. Stick. But you didn't. But my mind, it just it made a note. Down the bottom is a graveyard of 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 trauma, so I don't never want to be there again. And you slide down, and it's all gone. But I didn't know that when I was sliding down. So basically, the sliding down is just a metaphor for releasing the resistance. Pretty much, yeah. Releasing control. And I mean, I think in my past, that was a big thing. Like thinking that I need to be somewhat in control of this journey, of this path and wanting to take responsibility, but then misinterpreting that for, you know, I now really need to have the reins here and make sure that, you know, I stay on track and, you know, I do the the good spiritual student thing and... um what were what were what were some of the ideas that you had about kind of the end goal of spirituality when you started? I have the insight to it now that it was the knowingness of freedom, but the mind has no reference of that. Like you say, um, what do you re you know? We've talked about this before. What do you replace it with? It, you just have this hunch that you, you know, especially when you're in the beginning of your journey, a hunch is not enough for the human to let go, for the human to relax into it. Uh, when you don't have a reference and you've just come out of something that you really don't want to go back to, like you say, then you find something that is um, promising, but it's just another carrot. It's just another idea. And then you've got all of those you know, intuitions that are opening up within that field. And then for me, it was the misconception that um, I could remain in that loving nest of love and light. And it was really, in a way, traumatic for me to have to leave that behind. But I, I felt 
that that time had come for that um, house of cards to come down. I just felt it became very unstable. I started meeting a lot of uh, resistance within me. I just couldn't be excited about it anymore because I just you know, I'd already spent a lot of time in there, so it was time to move on. But that's scary when all of a sudden that means you have to leave that behind when you think that was basically your salvation. Your saving grace, yeah. yeah. And then to say, who am I even letting that spiritual identity go? And letting those people go that are, for me, not only my witnesses, but my compass. With, so without that guidance or without those people next to me or that spiritual teacher in front of me, how can I not get lost again? I, I, and I, I recognize a lot of that, that, uh, you know, even, even recently uh, when I was on vacation, I discovered it's just the last little remnant of, of codependency of, of, and not so much of gurus because I think that that's, that since we started listening to the Crimson Circle, I think a lot of that went away. But it's it's the companionship, it's the it's the partnering crimes, you know. It's it, it, it and and how much I, you know, laying in a pool in Italy, having time to reflect and like, oh my god, you know, I really in a way didn't think I w I could do it alone, or I was uncertain that if I had to face that last part of the journey, call it sliding down, call it letting go, you know, there's, there's many names for it. You have to do yourself. There's nobody else that can help you with that. But it's interesting. But I, I, I thought like the moment I do that, uh, it's death. And, and it isn't, but it, it, was, it was funny looking back on it, how much I leaned onto others to go, please, God, don't let me do this alone. But do we even know what this is? And that's the funny thing. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> we totally don't. And it, it, we had a really nice conversation yesterday about abundance or, or about value issues. And ultimately, one of the conclusions that we came to, which I think is applicable to everything, is, is ultimately stop thinking about it. You don't have to know. You follow an impulse. You make a movement. And you trust. You open up. You let that divinity in. Because... From the uh, the mental perspective, or the human perspective, or the, even the physical perspective, my mind can't still. You know, we're making a podcast about it. We're, we're supposed to know, you know, a thing or two about this journey or subject, and we do. Was but... that in the fine print? Did I sign that? <laughs> no, but ultimately, the, the further yesterday's talk was was amazing because I don't have to know. I really don't have to check if I missed anything. I'd have to check if I'm if, if I one more lesson, or even grasping some of the dynamics and just assuming that the wisdom of of this and even the wisdom of this talk will just land when it needs to, and I can't I can't miss it, which is another way of saying you're allowing you're you're, you're basically acknowledging you're human. You know you have a lot of thoughts. It's, it's okay. You can have them, but ultimately when you make big movements. It's better not to know. It's That's the kindness to towards the human that is so now guided or so surrendered to this path and to this journey and trying to make it work in this limited reality, trying to make it work in um, in a narrative from mass consciousness that is still very much guided by control and power. So 
now I think we have all of the references that it's not about control and power, but it's, you know, the true magic can happen once you open up to, you know, to your divinity and let it come through synchronicities, meeting people, uh, all of a the sudden there's a potential right in front of your nose that, you know, is so much better than you could ever come up with. So we have all of those references, but still when it comes to sheer survival, say, in the eyes of a health threat or, you know, a financial crisis or whatever, we revert right back into, now, what do I have to do to make this go away? Yeah. And it, or did I do it wrong? And it's so natural. I mean, I had a, a couple of days ago where I had nightmares about being killed by someone or, or, or you know, something something bad happening because I'm truly letting go, right, which, which I've never really done fully and, and i'm doing it now so and, and i'm like what is this and it's it's the old fear mechanism the old survival whether it's this lifetime or many previous ones um again it's something i, I don't really like to dive into and deconstruct or process because it's just data that will just confuse the shit out of me again it's just i assume it's it's all of it and i, I assume it can come home but i just notice how much survival there how much mechanisms there were in place or or even old memories of hey the moment i shine my light too brightly or the moment i'm too visible or the moment i'm myself things will go to shit you get killed you get prosecuted you get ridiculed and it's so deep and i have no reference i mean i have no nothing to fear at the moment from anything but it's funny how deeply ingrained in our in our cells that that memory is. And the frustration of, oh, it takes so long, or I can't do another round, and that that almost we've talked about this before, like the PTSD of this journey of you know coming back to true to your true self. You know, we can now say, or you know, maybe somebody that's not on their journey looking at me says like, "Oh, Sandra, you've been busy with, it. you've been saying this for twenty years." You know, Jesus Christ, when do you realize that this is just another, you know, like sandcastle or another, you know, fantasy that you're having? But in the bigger scope of it, realizing that we've been on this journey for lifetimes and lifetimes, and you know, not just a few, but hundreds or thousand, and then saying like, "Okay, so looking back at twenty years." you know, and being being actually pretty aware of the whole scope of it. And the sweet spot being the last two years, really? Yeah, so so I think the kindness for, for you know, and taking the human series in, in its fears and, you know, it needs to translate it through the mind. It needs to translate something that is so vast and so... Um, undefinable it needs to translate into something that the human can understand in order to open up just enough to release the tension and yes you like you say you don't have to know the details but the mind interprets it like you know well you're gonna get killed along the way anyway yeah yeah but but how is that for you the the um, the impatience because i know that that was a huge part like 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 are we there yet is it why is it taking don't know what you're talking about what time is it oh <laughs> Cue music. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we'll no. But how, how was how, what 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 made the difference? Because you made a really big switch, and I could I could see that in you. But what made the difference between the impatience and the 
my God, you know, one one more round and I'm going to explode on the spot to, you know, basically, fuck it. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Again, intuition. I'm very blessed to have a very, have a strong int- intuitive muscle, like, and leaning into that more and more and more. And that was like the first hunch after my awakening of there is more. And I consciously choose this journey. Would I have chosen it had I known what's ahead of me? Probably not. But um, again, you know, that's not something that I can, I can, uh, you know, I was, it was just time. It was time for me to open up to that. So impatience. Yeah. But that was also my fuel. Very impatient. Very, very impatient. You know, like you remember that old saying of mine, I'm German and I'm an Aries, which is double trouble. So I have a certain temper (laughs) and I have a certain motivation um, and also, you know, very low tolerance for bullshit, which in the beginning was very much projected outside. Now I'm so done with my own bullshit. So I think impatience was a blessing and my impatience that's still left is is a big blessing because that that means I don't settle. Would you say it was like a catalyst, like a, like a driving force? In a way? Yeah, especially when I became complacent with, you know, oh, yeah, but I've deserved a little break and this is all too much and I can't handle it anymore. I can't do another round. Well, yeah, then, you know, let's, um, let's fan the flames of impatience and stubbornness at the same time and use it for something really um, transformative. So for me, it's definitely a blessing and... and it's not nice being in it when you're in that resistance, but now I've been able to laugh at myself and to hold it lightly and to actually go, oh my God, this is all really ridiculous, you know, but it really got me to this place yeah. of of um, feeling the peace already. So it's contradictory in a way. You, you feel like there's a lot of impatience, a lot of stubbornness. How can you feel peaceful? You know what I mean? But this whole journey is a journey of contradiction. Yeah, totally, totally. So, you know, like even Jeff saying, this won't necessarily make you healthier, prettier, um, happier even. And yet it does. Yeah. But it, 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 and I think that's the, um, that's the irony or that's the, that's the contradiction in itself that the, that the moment you let it go, so, I mean, again, speaking for myself, the moment I let the idea of happiness go or the idea of being abundant or the idea of I deserve this, well, you know, filling the, the list was endless and just going, you know, I can't turn back because this, this journey is pretty much irreversible. It's like once, once you've gone on it, then it's an autopilot. you're kind of screwed. Um, but also too tired to fight. I think that was a big catalyst for me, too tired to fight. Uh completely done with being mental all the time uh, or, or or trying to fix it in mentally and then just running into the same circle. And the moment I let that go, or I'm, and I'm still in, in some areas, I mean, even the talk yesterday about abundance, which was really about v- value and then was really about allowing your own magnificence in. So it's not, it wasn't even about money. Um, then you go, oh, shit, I get it now. But I only get it because I was willing to, A, let all the old ideas go. And as we said yesterday, look at, now look at everything. Everything that's still on the table and that still comes back as, as resistance. So like, fuck it, let's look at it. 
Yeah, but it hurts. I know. But let's look at it because the other, you know, the ostrich technology, the 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 technique of the ostrich tactic or or going the la la la. This isn't here. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't sell any of it to my. I'm too tired. So so okay, let's bring it on. It's my energy. So a I can deal with it. And the, the the less I make a make a make a big deal out of it, the quicker it goes. And and we had a conversation of an hour yesterday about it, or an hour and a half. And it was like literally fifty years of uh, or like lifetimes worth of knowledge because we both didn't go into a reaction to each other to the subject matter. And we're just like, oh fuck yeah, that's that, isn't it? Because we're both fed up, but not from a place of anger or from a place of this needs to be solved a certain way. We just looked at it with with open with an open visor, and and it changed. And it was one conversation. I've been working on this shit for my whole life. But and I, I feel you know, for me, looking at those um, patterns, because that's what the mind does. The mind needs a pattern in order to understand and allow um, into the next step. That ever since I've been in my awakening, which back then I didn't even know it was my awakening, but later on on my journey, realizing, okay, so here is something, you know, that's on autopilot and it's carrying me, then for a long time thinking that I'm responsible for it, that I can control it, that I'm responsible for the outcome, I need to get there. Um, and I've made a promise to this and, you know, a lot of a lot of tension around that but then realizing okay no it's it's already happening and there is something in me that's taking over the more i let go so even though it's it seems counterintuitive to let go because i'm still here and i want to stay you know and have this beautiful experience called life but in the end i think realizing i i don't have to finish this journey in order to have the other experience so the human is still trying to make sense of it while it's already happening. And those insights can come quicker the more I understand that, oh, you know, you can entertain the mind a little bit. You can think that you're in charge, you can whatever. But the more you just go, lean into it and go, well, it's, it's basically happening on default. I don't have to do anything for it. But that's, I've, I've, I found that the, the most interesting insights i had like for exactly what you're saying is that you because i always felt giving up or turning back and sliding off the mountain or it felt like losing it felt like giving up it felt like trusting blindly in some sort of god even if that god is me right it's like just just total surrender felt like giving up uh and and kind of death so it was really counterintuitive for me uh, also because I got a lot of value for myself through working hard. So there was kind of a double double trouble for me that, that uh, through working I gained, oh yeah, I did my best, so now I deserve a cookie. Uh, and ultimately, if, and, and, and later I come to realize exactly what you're saying, the moment you go through your awakening, it's on autopilot. The moment it happens, and even when, when if you're aware of it or not, the 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 least amount of ideas you have about it, and the more you can put yourself in a position of relaxation and surrender and feeling into things or trusting, really, I, that's kind of what it is. 
the quicker your div divinity can come in and and because it's always there but it, you just you know you're, you're you put it out of focus your, your human brain and your human choices put it out of f the reach of your focus allowing opening up and not having an idea about it actually invites it in it says okay now 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 he's ready not to order from the kitchen while i'm serving him the, the best plate in the world uh but again, you know, I was very stubborn. So it, for me, that was so, I fought it like even till last month. It, it, yeah, it, it's so ingrained. It. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing, you know, that it will never really be done. That's the, we've talked about this before as well. Um, that's a, a concept that the mind can't really allow because that would mean it's off or not. Like, you know, what's, what's the point in any of it? Um, if if this journey is never really done but it's it's a journey of releasing the resistance more and more and more so that that more and more my experiences can reflect the peace and the calm and whatever i projected onto how i would look or how i would feel that's how my reality is feeling so you know you don't necessarily get like prettier happier or whatever but your whole experience becomes way more pleasant and and, and in a way it's, it's actually funny because now talking talking about it in a way you do because there there are plateaus that you reach and, and it's it's always and it's it's very personal so you can't speak of a general plateau it's that's very much for yourself where you have a certain insight and and i i never went back so it's the moment i had a certain decision a certain insight I never went down. Like it, it's, all... it's like the leveling up, but you yeah. can't level down really. Yeah, and, and usually the leveling up happens when I was so fed up with it, and and you know, it, I was I was like either either I'm going to do something big and something drastic and something, you know, that I'd never dared to do, or what's the point of being here? And 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 every time I did it, you know, instead of dying, which I, which I was convinced that would happen. Uh, it didn't, but I had this huge insight, and you go, "Oh, gee, life is now easier. There's less trauma." And then the next plateau. Oh, but shit. how would you like? And I know you come from games, right? Like in yeah. your in your very human expression, uh, having been part of the development of computer games, and it's almost like a game, right? Like I think we've talked about it several times. Wouldn't it be a great idea to? make a game about awakening on the journey to mastery you know like yeah. and all of those different levels to think like it helps my human mind to think like that each leveling up comes with one last uh what you call them like a sh big showdown or whatever like yeah. you, you meet one last um and boss exactly and 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 then sort of you go through it and now you know the whole map behind you you've played You've been in every room, you've checked under every treasure chest, you sort of looked in every cupboard and every behind every door. Now you know everything and now it's time for you to move on. Yeah. How's that like how's that for you? Do you sometimes think like that? Yeah, all the time because I'm very I'm very visual. And and you know, if you see life as a simulation, sometimes people, you know, after films like The Matrix, like, okay, we're living in a simulation. It's just not run by robots, but it's run by ourselves. It's our own simulation of the physical um which is kind of like a game it's 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 the game of being you know a, a divine being being so in focus and going through different characters or avatars or you know identities in different lifetimes which is just basically another round in the same game and you know the game statistics change and over time the game gets more complex 
uh, there's more there's more to play with but as we get you know smarter or or more aware or more conscious of course the game has to up the stakes because we you know we're far more conscious than people in in the 1500s so now the game space also actually gets more complex together with the with the people that are you know the avatars within it so i think it's, i think it's a very good analogy but in terms of when is the game done uh or is there an end goal or what is the proposition when you start the game uh it's basically just to know yourself so to know your character or to go through so many characters that you know who's driving the characters mm -hmm. you know almost like who who's the who's the person outside of you that's playing your divinity your your i amness that that's that has has you know um that the person that that has always been the one that puts part of it in focus and that can see uh, beyond like you know you're you're in the maze and you can't see um the wood for the trees yeah and 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 you know to get like this overview from from the from the character that plays the whole thing the game master <laughs> the game master the more the more you can surrender to being guided through this well, maze and if you see it as a game and as a maze and as an experience that's in my view was always what the what earth was meant to be i think we we just created this massive separation and suffering so the game wasn't as much fun as it should have been but now that we're and in the maze and on the control so we're, we're both aware of the of the player and the uh, and the, the avatar at the same time now you know there is a there is a a better state of being there is a there is a quietness i mean you know the drama in 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 my life has has gone from you know 92 you know five at best maybe even less and and all the dramas are basically just my old memories that i create so and the subconscious sometimes still needs to release another layer of it right like you say in dream time whatever yeah or something comes back and and then immediately your mind thinks oh god i missed the spot no it comes back because it comes back one more time to be integrated so it looks like how can i have this thing come back after my supposed realization no, you've did you've done it exactly correct, but it's just the mind again thinking it knows what the system is. It doesn't. The mind, the only thing the mind just you know really has to know is, hey, there's a greater part of yourself that is now coming through, and you just enjoy the physical experience and let, you know, apart from driving a car and doing your taxes, let the divinity run your life and you do the mundane little you know mental pragmatic tasks. Uh, but for the mind, that's such a weird still. That's, you know, oh, I just only need to do the practical. You know, I'm, I'm only the, you know, the, 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 the clerk that does the practical stuff. Yes. Yeah, but once you understand that basically um, the whole game setup, the whole game design is made by you, um, there's also no, oh, what if I won't like what's going to happen? So it's all, yeah. it's all informed by your highest potential. Uh, and and for me that's really the solace and what I'm feeling strongly these days that this is an experience that I had a very deep focus in that I thought could ruin me or make me and that I thought I could really uh, you know 
drive against the wall or, or drive home and get a get a big award for it, you know. And now realizing this is just about me enjoying and allowing and opening up to a, a, a way bigger version. And if I even see the world doing it at a larger scale, then this becomes really pleasant. Because the, if this was just me and it was like a very secluded thing that is only meant for me and for nobody else then then why stay then why stay you know that that would mean that i wouldn't really ever be able to meet my match or have you know like the joy of interaction with high level interaction with others and it's that's the beauty of this time that we're living in i'm feeling and especially after covid that you know the whole the whole planet has leveled up yeah considerably yeah yeah and and maybe that's 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 it. You know, maybe it's 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 never about finishing the game or finishing the game when you feel like finishing the game, but it's almost you know you play the simulation long enough to know that you're both the creator, the the game developer, the programmer, and the avatar, and then you have as much time as you need enjoying this experience, and and, and now not in separation because it's you're not separate from yourself in the joy with others that are also conscious uh, and even with others that aren't conscious but just the joy of um, i'm enjoying this planet in a different way uh, in in peace in knowing i'm creating i'm creating uh, my own reality uh, and i get to experience it one more time almost at level 100 where you know i started at level zero and and now life has a completely different you know to the Bible talks about paradise, but it really kind of feels like that. And then sort of saying, okay, well, now now my game is done, and then stopping it yourself. So it, it, it really, uh, the game analogy is, is great, but what would you say, for instance, people listening to this that are just gone through their awakening uh, and, and, and perhaps thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, so there's not a carrot in the stick, there's not a you know, pragmatic, I have to go through these and these levels, do this and this and that, and then then the game is done. It, it's kind of demoralizing. I mean, I would be very demoralized if I heard Jeff say what he said, uh, um, you know, 20 years ago, and actually say, I have freedom. I mean, what the fuck does that mean, right? And that's, I think you said it in one of the last episodes. It's so difficult to give advice for somebody on this journey because now I know, and you know, the whole reason why I gave up being a coach or, you know, had my own practice was because I all of a sudden really saw and understood that it is a very individual journey and each experience that you're going through is necessary in order to, you know, come to the full realization of who you truly are. So if there's one thing that I would say is just, you know, keep leaning into the trust, you know, really watch where the decisions that you're making for your life are coming from. Are they coming from fear or are they coming from intuition? And how can you tell the difference? It's the one feels extremely restrictive and the other one feels very expensive. And that's all you need to know. Don't look out for details. Don't look for confirmation from the outside or even for permission. But try to make this journey your own and, and enjoy it as your own. Take the time for yourself. The distractions out there, I think it's just going to get more and more. Like, you know, taking the analogy of the game, um, 
now we've added into the next level up AI and and all of all of the fun things that we can explore there. But use it if it brings you joy. But come back to that understanding of self because that's your true north. Yeah. What would you say? Pretty much the same. Um, I think what really started my journey, and, and, and I remember in a course which my brother was actually coaching, it was really funny, um, and he told me, do, did you, do you realize you create your own reality? All energy that you see around you is you. That you, you, you are experiencing your version of this earth through your eyes and your perspective and your focus. And I didn't understand it until, you know, 20, 25 years later what it really meant. But I remember almost fainting on the bridge going like, fuck, this is true. And knowing, shit, this, this is a reflection of me. So even though I don't see it or understand it, everything is my creation. And I might blame the government or blame my, my parents or blame a loved one or for all the decisions I make, but ultimately it's my energy reflected back to me. And I think for, for me, that was such a game change because I felt it. I felt the truth behind it. So for me, that was a big confirmation of shit. That's true. Now, now I need to get all of those little hooks that I placed outside of the world and save me, keep me safe, keep, make me happy and take them back one by one. And, and, only advice what I would give other people, if anything, was just if if that truth resonates with you, uh, that's it. Just just know that whatever comes your way is a reflection of you, no matter how harsh. And you might need time to put yourself into safety. You might need time to lick your wounds. You might need you know time to find a way to not get you know to not blow your head off with with because it can be a very harsh world out there. But ultimately, if you realize it's you, if then then all the energy that comes back, no matter how harsh it seems, is you as well. So it means you can handle it. And that's I think that's and, really and that for me that's it. And exactly. I made a huge story of that afterwards in spirituality, what that means and the dynamics of it. And I just made it ten times. I, I got out of it, but I made it ten times more hard. And just that principle, I create my own reality together with and just trust. Just trust and allow and open up and 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 that's 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 it. Those insights, right? Those moments that you had when your brother told you that, and you knew in the moment this was a profound moment. And I think, even if you think you're not intuitive, even if you think that you know you you don't have access to that bigger wisdom yet, and that can be really frustrating. I know it was for me. You know, some moments stand out, and then trust that and that those those moments will come back or you will get more insights into that when it's time so basically try to relax try to go okay there is something bigger going on here that i yet don't understand and but i trust it and i can feel it's true but your soul does and you can feel it you yeah. those moments i think every I, i've never met one person no matter how unaware or unspiritual or unintuitive that hasn't had those moments so trust that you know those those will come back and they will start making sense along the way 
Yeah. And I think another big one that, that I really didn't trust, but is, is you cannot do it wrong. And I found, I found it such an alien concept because I was working really hard at it. So, of course, there was a lot of things that I did I thought was wrong because I had an idea about how, you know, what the perfect process was, which was all not true. And when I realized the moment you go through your awakening, your soul takes over. And you can go through it with a lot of resistance, fighting it, uh, you know, working against it, having ideas about it. Or you can go, I have no clue where this is going or what this means, but I know my soul is taking care of me and I can't fuck it up. And then you can have a graceful experience. So I chose, <laughs> I chose the hard path. Uh, and and in, in hindsight, that, that really fitted my journey and, and, and what I needed to say with, for instance, the documentary. But yeah, I mean, I... In hindsight, the, the whole, if you are on your awakening, you it's irreversible and you can't fuck it up. Because every choice you make will ultimately lead you back to what you're... What and your there will be it. value in those big traumas in your life. So I think now when something happens in my life or, you know, that, that is really disruptive and really traumatizing for my human understanding... Um, I know that at some point I will have an understanding of why that happened and that it actually served me. So, you know, yes, I, I agree with you. Our experience feels very dramatic, but I know that there are people out there and that there are listeners that um, have gone through extreme, extreme, extreme yeah. things. And I also want to let you know, dear listener, if you've gone through these things, it's it's okay, you know, you've done nothing wrong. And, you know, be kind to yourself and allow others to take care of you if you can't take care of yourself and allow for the wisdom to come back um, if there's been, like, illness or death or, you know, extreme loss. It yeah. feels horrible in the moment and you feel like, you know, you've been completely unrooted and misplaced, but trust that there will come a time and look forward to that time try to feel that there will come a resolution where you will understand what's happening and then it will all fall into place that's something that i think is really important for me to put out there beautiful yeah so now looking at you looking all happy and healthy and uh, joyful <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> I must disagree with Jeff. Um, it does make us look better, even if it's just in my mind. <laughs> and it does make you happier. And it does, uh, I don't know about being richer, where we, we tackled that yesterday. So we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. But no, and it, and it is it is, it is is true. It's it's If I compare it to even a year ago, my goodness, what a, what a difference. The richness of the experience. And yeah, the, I think that's the yeah. true wealth. Uh, it's, ne it's never about it's the true wealth of waking up every day without a lot of drama and, 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 and life just, you know, being aware enough and being open enough to let life really surprise you every day. Like really. And, and, and when work needs to be done, may, let that be joyful, right? Because it always used to be so much hard work and, oh my God, I have to do this task. And now it's just fun too. You know, it's just smooth. So it does... It does work, but I think what Jeff really meant is if you set it as a goal, you set yourself up for yeah. failure. 
But if you say, I'm going to get to the bottom of my freedom and my sovereignty uh, and letting all ideas or all identities around that go, then it can meet you. So it's the irony of you let it go and it comes to you. Being flexible, being flexible to also just be new every day. Yeah. I think I, I said that to a loved one the other day. Just, you know, allow yourself to let go of the past narrative and just lean into the new potentials. Yeah. So. So happy leaning. Yes. And, happy uh, leaning. Yes. Um, and luckily you can lean into the weekend soon. So. Um, if you haven't seen the movie yet, which is hard to believe, um, you can go to our website, rudeawakening-film.com and check out all of the goodness there. There's a lot of extra information about us, about how we made this movie, why we made this movie, why we chose to put it out for free. And now going into the next phase, we really hope we're going to reach 100,000 views. We are now yeah. at 77,000. Going fast. It's going fast. Um, and we do, we, we do believe that we've made the right choice to put it out for free. But that also means that, you know, everybody can support us and everybody can can just, you know, share it and um, make sure that, you know, everybody that needs to see it does get the opportunity to see it. And ultimately, what we really want also with this movie is to sort of break out of the spiritual communities altogether, although they actually helped us make this movie, and break into mainstream communities. So, so communities that are not necessarily on spiritual sites or forums and uh, more lifestyle or just you know, wellness or, 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 or even just uh, you know any type of topic that go, oh, we came across your movie. So that's a big reason to support and to share this with people that you think you know, might like the movie. Yeah, we chose to put it out for free so we don't withhold it for another year while we're going through distribution deals or whatever. So it's out there. It's um, watchable, viewable for everybody around the world with many different subtitles. Um, but yeah, we do kind of rely on the word of mouth now and it's exciting for us to trust, to lean into this next phase. the same as we just we talked about. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you would like to give us a feedback for this podcast or if you have an idea that you would like to share, write to podcast at rudeawakening-film.com. Uh, please leave your ratings on your preferred um, podcast app and um, keep sharing. We will see you next week and enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.